You are listening to the Mission Matters Podcast Network, where we amplify the stories of entrepreneurs, executives, and experts. Welcome. I hope you're having a great day. You are listening to Provisions and Libations, and I am your host, Robin Bogue, on the Mission Matters Podcast Network. Today's show topic is Thanksgiving stuffing, or shall I say Thanksgiving dressing? What's the difference, you might ask yourself? Well, it's the way it's, and it's is in quotation marks, is cooked, meaning the side dish consisting of bread and other savory components that you eat alongside the turkey and gravy. One is cooked in the bird, the stuffing, while the other one is cooked in a pan, the dressing. I referenced tamale stuffing in my introductory podcast show, and today I am here to shed the light on this delicious side dish we eat every year on Thanksgiving Day. In the early 90s, quite possibly Thanksgiving Day 1991, my mom had a recipe idea from Southern Living Cookbooks that offered a new twist to stuffing for that year's holiday dinner, and she tried it out on all of us while we were vacationing in Lake Tahoe, Nevada. Mind you, she didn't come right out and tell us she was going to do it. She came right out as we started to dive in and eat dinner so that she didn't have to listen to us girls complain before she had to. Well, my dad had a quip or two that year, but to her pleading, we all tried it and we were pleasantly surprised with how good it tasted. Fast forward to current day, we all still ask for tamale stuffing. Or we prepare it ourselves if it is our year to prepare for Thanksgiving Day dinner. So how do you do stuff a turkey with tamales? Well, it's the same way you do a sourdough or cornbread dressing. You start with fresh homemade tamales. You chop them into squares about the size of a standard ice cube tray in your freezer. Toss in chopped onions, celery, carrots, etc., and fill the cavities of the bird. Prepare more dressing, tamale dressing, in a pan for guests who prefer a dressing over a stuffing. Stuffing tends to be soggy and moist due to the drippings from the bird. As the dressing is more firm, you could blend the two together or serve them as each other depending on how your family prefers. We keep them separate. We get the soggy and we get the firm. So let's talk about the facts of stuffing versus dressing. The word stuffing dates back to 1538. It's an old British word. Dressing dates back to 1850. And soon thereafter, stuffing and dressing lost its notoriety at the dinner table. But in the 1970s, Stuffing was revitalized as popularity took a jolt with the creation of stovetop stuffing in a box. Yes, we all remember those commercials. That is true 1970s nostalgia. The first Thanksgiving Day feast dates back to 1621 in Plymouth with the pilgrims and Indians. They gathered for an autumn harvest celebration, eating wild turkey, ducks, geese, and swans. Their stuffing was not bread-based. It had herbs, onions, and nuts for the extra flavor. Also in abundance were mussels and could easily be harvested in New England. Oysters, clams, lobsters, and bass were part of that first meal according to colonist Edward Winslow. As years went on, oysters and chestnuts were added to turkey stuffing among a myriad of other items. 
I did a quick survey of my friends who I consider industry experts as they are the ones getting up early on Thanksgiving Day to prepare the meals for their family. For the most part, we are all of the same age within a few years or so. And the common theme is there is no real written recipe for our creations. We season by taste and we use lots of butter. Marty Willie who hails from Canada, in which October is Thanksgiving there rather than November, uses a wild rice and bread dressing with the addition of celery, onion, turkey livers, and gizzards, walnuts, with her secret ingredient, one tablespoon of baking powder. That makes the dressing extra fluffy. Clarissa Nagy hails from Los Angeles. She uses a chestnut dressing. Angie Blackburn hails from Ukraine and Pennsylvania. She uses a savory spiced pumpkin bread stuffing with golden raisins, apples, onion, celery, and butter. That recipe is on my website. Lynn Matashi hails from Kentucky. She uses celery, apples, onion, and butter in her cornbread stuffing. Catherine Soriano Adami hails from Hawaii, and she uses a cornbread stuffing with pickled jalapenos, linguisa, onion, and butter. Tracy Milder hails from the South, and she has oysters in her cornbread stuffing. Taste of Home magazine wrote an article last year stating, The New Where You Were From by How You Make Your Thanksgiving Day Stuffing. Wow, that sounds like stuffing profiling to me. Let's check this out. With the addition of oysters and mussels, you are from New England. With the addition of pecans in your cornbread, you are from Georgia. With the addition of apples to your cornbread, you are from the South. And with the addition of cranberries and pecans, you are from New York. Using wild rice as your stuffing places you in the Midwestern state of Minnesota. Fruit, nuts, and andouille sausage land you in Louisiana. A potato stuffing is from Pennsylvania. And the Badger State stuffing, honoring German roots with sauerkraut and sourdough bread, puts you in Wisconsin. A sourdough stuffing puts you in sunny California. And an Italian sausage stuffing puts you on the East Coast in New Jersey. And last but not least, a chestnut stuffing land you in North Carolina. How is that for stuffing profiling? In conclusion, I must state that the USDA recommends cooking stuffing outside of the bird. That makes a dressing on the side to prevent foodborne illnesses from bacteria that may not reach the kill zone temperature of 165 within the bird's cavities. It's a safety precaution on their part. An alternate stuffing in the bird for extra flavor is to stuff the cavity of the bird with small bundles of herbs, thyme, parsley, sage, and rosemary, or stuff the cavity with onions, shallots, and garlic, or apples, celery, fennel, and ginger to add flavor and aroma to your Thanksgiving Day turkey. Now that we have the stuffing out of the way, Are you a parade watcher? A wishbone plucker. And if you pluck the wishbone, what'd you wish for? Are you thankful? Did you share your thankfulness with your family around the dinner table? Did you go oldest to youngest in relaying your thankfulness? Or did it just go in a circle around the table? Do you watch football? Did your favorite team win? And do you run a turkey trot? I am a yes to everything except the turkey trot. Thanksgiving Day to me is about eating, relaxing, and enjoying and a trot is not that for me. I want to thank you for listening to today's show. Please follow my podcast, Provisions and Libations. 
I am your host, Robin Bogue. You can learn more about me at eatdrinkandbemerry.online. My LinkedIn profile is Robin Bogue. I look forward to entertaining you, informing you, and enlightening you with the perfect accommodations for connoisseurs of provisions and libations with an Epicurean flair. But first, let's eat. This has been a Mission Matters Network production. Listen to this show and browse our entire catalog by visiting missionmatters.com.